0: Hello and welcome to a deep and meaningful conversation You are listening to Anthony Brown It is a Wednesday afternoon in London It is an honour to speak to you on another occasion And um, today, what I wanted to talk about Well, just before I start actually, just to let you know that um, I do apologise in advance if you hear any background noise Because there is some building works going on in the background So, yeah, I do apologise if that interrupts the podcast in any way today I wanted to talk about the purpose of life you know I know this is a very deep question but I'm just going to attempt to unpack it from my own opinion really and my own observation and I wrote down a few questions in relation to this when I was pondering on the question and you know I looked at few things and i thought are we here to build a career is it really one of our purposes in life to build a career do we need a career do we need to find a dream job in life i mean the idea that we can have a um a vocation for our entire life It's very exciting, you know Once you find something you love And you know you're able to do that for your whole life If you really have a deep passion For that craft It is very, you know, appealing And exciting to embark on such a journey But is it necessary? Do we need Do we need a career? Do we need to have a A step-by-step Plan or guide within our career path in the sense that okay I'm going to start off as a a junior and then I'm going to work my way up to become this main character within a corporation or I'm going to start off as a um, a labourer on a building site and then I'm going to be a main builder or a manager of a building site do we need this sort of a ascension program where we start off at the bottom and work our way up to the top or should we just find something we love and stick at one thing i don't know it's just an idea really me personally um in terms of career i don't think one needs a career per se but i do think it's very important to follow your dream and to um find something that you really enjoy because we live in a society where it seems that we're just set up to just work in any particular job just to fit into society yeah so is there a real need for a career path i'll leave that one for people to ponder on you know i i think that you know life throws at you a bunch of synchronicities you know it's, there's times where you are experiencing one thing and then you find that it's leading you it's leading you on to another experience or you meet someone within a setting, within a work setting or you meet someone in a social setting and that person exposes new information to you and then that leads you onto a pathway which brings you onto another experience, which is part of your journey. You know, I remember, for example, when I was, I was sitting in my studio flat and I was browsing the internet and I came across this website entitled the National Youth Theatre. And for some reason, I just had this pull, this great calling to apply for this audition that was being advertised on the website. You know, I could have just clicked Clicked off the page and you know, browsed onto another website, but I didn't. I looked onto the website, I saw that there was an audition being advertised, and then I thought, Wow, this is I'm gonna try. I don't know why, I just said, Try it. I had no real passion to become an actor, I just for some reason said, Oh, I'm gonna try this, see what happens, and that's what I did. And I went to the audition, and I think. A few days later i got a call saying yep you're inside you you know you've made it you you've passed the audition and you know before you know it i was doing a one-year acting course with the national youth theater and and that was one of the best experiences i've ever had in my entire life you know and that opened up so many doors to different projects to different theatrical projects and i feel that you know I just came across, started to meet people that would introduce me to different projects. And so this was the, these were the synchronistic journeys, you know, that were taking place. I would meet someone in an acting workshop and they would say, oh, do you know, do you want to get involved in this project? And then I'll get involved in that project. And then that project would reveal another opportunity. So one thing was leading to the next in a natural manner, in a kind of natural process, in a synchronistic manner. Um, so I've observed that, you know, there are times that you can if you if you let go and don't try to control your life, so to speak then sometimes your life can flow in a synchronistic manner which will reveal to you a journey that is a part of your pathway in as opposed to trying to construct your life with a kind of plan with a five-year plan and with a a deep detailed plan sometimes the plan goes against who you really are pardon me i've got the hiccups here sorry Uh, another question that i wrote down you know is there really a spiritual component to life you know is there is there some sort of deep seated purpose within our spirit as to why we're here you know are we born with a purpose and are we here to fulfill that purpose in life and what happens if we don't fulfill that purpose in life you know the egyptians did the egyptians believed that once you died your soul was weighed against the feather of truth anubis the god of the underworld would weigh your soul against the favour of truth and if your soul was heavier your heart rather sorry your heart if your heart was heavier then you were destroyed as an entity and so you had to live a moral life you had to live a life of yeah a moral life you had to be in harmony with nature you know and if that was the case you would ascend If it wasn't the case, you would be destroyed. So there's many different, you can see in, in ancient cultures, there is an idea that, you know, life has a purpose. There is a, this life that we are experiencing is a part of the journey. It's not the entire journey. There are people out there who believe that this life that we have is all we have. We are born in flesh and bones and we die and that's it and i could understand that because you know when you're born well, you you don't know for sure you don't know for sure if there's an afterlife for you know it could just be an illusion it could be just a it could just be a hopeful a hopeful sorry i think the sound just cut out there it could just be a hopeful a hope a wishful um thing you know a desire a deep desire to be for there to be something after you die but in truth who knows nobody actually knows if there's something that actually happens after for me it's a it's a belief for me it's a knowing it's it's not really a belief for me it's a knowing because there is so much research and so many mystery schools not mystery schools mystery systems or ancient cultures rather that have written down and documented their theories of the afterlife and through my own personal experiences my own personal spiritual experiences which i won't bore you with right now um it's it's been revealed to me that you know we are connected to a greater higher force you know we are part of an eternal energy and this energy doesn't die and so this experience is a temporary experience it's not a permanent it's not a permanent experience and we do move on to another experience but the point is the essence of who we are is eternal it lives on forever and so there's no Need to be concerned about anything really on the big in terms of the bigger picture of things in your life, there's nothing really to worry about. You know, this is just one bus stop, it's a spiritual bus stop, and that's all it is. But we always get lost and we get lost in the experience and we think that all these petty things in our life, you know, matter having arguments and trying to win arguments and trying to be better than other people and then we realize that all these things well we don't realize that some of these things don't actually matter at the end of the day some people just get really locked into that um yeah, so I, I, I do think there is a spiritual component to life. I do think there's a deeper meaning to the experience of life. And I, I would agree with some of the ancient um belief systems that you know there is an afterlife. You know, even within the Hindu culture they, they have a belief system of of reincarnation. And I would concord with, I mean I would believe I would concord with that. I would agree with that, concord is, you know, agree is a word. Agree in Portuguese. Um, I would, I would agree with the notion that when we die, you know, we, there is an opportunity to reincarnate into another realm. And I don't know the basis as to why you'd be placed in a particular realm. I've heard many different theories from different people um and in general, the idea is that um you could be you could ascend to another realm based on based on whether i remember i was i was reading a book by Neil Kramer, and he was talking about the um that life is a kind of graduation it's a, it's a school and if you don't graduate you essentially don't move on and so if you don't take on the lessons that you know you're supposed to learn within this experience you're rebooted into life again you're rebooted into another body but with the same circumstances that you had in your previous life in order to learn the lessons that you're supposed to learn and so you know life according to many people is a kind of um spiritual test and if you don't pass the test then you then you just don't move on in the same way in school if you don't pass the test then you don't you don't get your exam results you know you don't get certificate you don't you don't you're not able to progress in society so to speak um you know it's it's interesting how this all works out you know um i do I do actually i do think that you know when we were created when divine when the divine creator artistically designed each each soul, it gave a portion of that soul, of its own soul, of its own energy, its spirit, into the entity that it is creating and in doing that, that entity becomes eternal in spirit because that that higher force, that eternal God, the the divine creator, is eternal it doesn't die and so you're a part of that essence and so you don't die the only aspect of you that passes away is your flesh and your bones the physical aspect of your reality disappears and then you move on your spirit moves on to another reality possibly with a lesser, a lesser dense reality, which would be more of a energy-based, energy, energy based, spirit-based reality. So you wouldn't need a physical form. That That's a possibility. You know, higher realms could potentially be less dense than the world that we're living in right now. And it could be lower frequencies as well, lower denser frequencies than the three-dimensional world that we're living in that essentially are more dense and more concrete based than our reality but it doesn't have to be that linear you know, I mean, you know, at the end of the day when you pass away if there is such a judgement day and you are judged based on your deeds on the earth and and this becomes the determining factor as to whether you're going to ascend to another realm The other realm could be physical in nature and, but it could allow you to have more flexibility. You know, you could be able to do more um, things with your, your life. You know, you might be able to think faster. You may be able to be more creative. I don't know but you know each reality lends itself to a new imagination and so there's endless opportunities as to what a different world could look like even if we look at the solar system at the universe that we live in with all the planets and stars it's clearly evident that there are different life forms and different human beings that live in other worlds because if there wasn't then we wouldn't actually need there wouldn't need to be so many different star systems just to sustain human life within the milky way galaxy so it becomes a logical assumption to to concede that there is actually life elsewhere and so within that possibility lies the understanding that when you do die, those other places, those other planets are potential worlds that you could be living in, in your next life, or you could have lived in previously. You know, there's just so many, when you open your, your heart and your mind, your mind to the possibility of all these um, avenues, you realize there's just endless possibilities. There's endless and endless possibilities. You know, you could continuously imagine different worlds. And essentially, that is what we, that's what we're in. We're, We're living in God's imagination, realistically. And that imagination is infinite. It's an infinite imagination. You know, there are other theories that life is an illusion. And I would concede that it, it could be a kind of illusion. You know, this could be a kind of an imagination of yourself within this experience. And then when you die, you wake up and then you go back to sleep. And you imagine another reality. Because, in doing that, in life being an existence in imagination, within a structure of nature which has boundaries and laws, but it's within a higher form of imagination, which would be God's imagination. And you're experiencing yourself in your imagination and your life becomes your imagination within God's imagination the big picture the planets the stars the trees all of those things in nature the laws of nature gravity and so forth all of these things are within God's imagination and we exist in that imagination and so that could actually be a possibility as well because it just becomes easier to, to to actually to accept in that sense because when you really look at things you think to yourself well how does this actually exist you know how do we actually really exist and why when you when you think about it it makes sense for life to just be a dream you know for it to be a physical place and a real place it still can be within a dream And that's how powerful the dream would be. And if it's not a dream, it doesn't have to be a dream, then it's an experience. And it could just be an experience, you live and you die. But to me, I just can't accept, I personally can't accept The idea and the notion that all of this is set up for one experience. So the entire Earth and all the other planets has been set up just just so you can have one experience. It doesn't make sense doesn't make sense at all to me and going back to the notion of there being an ascension program in place If if life is a program, if life is a... Well, if life is a program, imagine life is a program, you know, like a TV program. And within that program, there are different characters, and these are the different characters in your life. In the same way, Shakespeare said that the world is a stage you know and so if the world's a stage then everyone around you is a character and they're all playing a role and they're all acting their part and you're acting your part as the central character of your life and it's just been set up as one grand big drama and so that's the that's the um the spiritual drama so to speak that's the big that's the big game the big game plan the big dream because nobody knows or nobody believes that their life is a a drama but it could well be a drama and everyone in their life could be a character that's playing their own part in order to help you fulfill your destiny within that play. Because even when you watch a play, most of the characters, you know, you have the the protagonist, the main character, and then there's people that are helping that main character fulfill their, their goal. And then there's people that go against them that are there to try and pull them down and stop them from achieving their goal. And that's the same in life, you know, you've got these different characters that enter your life and some of them are trying to help you and some of them are trying to, you know, bring you down and prevent you from moving on in life. So they're all different characters, they're all different spirits and different energies, you know, different forces in your life. And within that system, we can learn to understand that It's just a a drama It's one big act It's one big act It's one big piece of drama I wonder if I could look at few more theories let's have a look at let's see what let's see what people like Aristotle or different philosophers said about life So I found here on Google, Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, teaches that each man's life, each person's life, has a purpose and that that function of one's life is to attain that purpose. He explains that the purpose of life is earthly happiness or flourishing that can be achieved via reason and the acquisition of virtue. Now, if you think about that idea that this is a very different idea. So very, it's a different notion that, you know, you're born and your purpose is to find your purpose within your life. So you're not born with a purpose, according to Aristotle. You're born with the opportunity and the potential to build up your own purpose and then attain that purpose. And he also talks about you know, a part of the purpose of life is to achieve the acquisition of virtue, and that's very interesting because virtues are morals. You know, if you think about it, these are these are good natures, these are good characteristics, these are good principles to live by. You know, truth to be to be truthful, to be honest, is a virtue. You know, fortitude is a virtue. So to carry out and carry out with strength and courage and have the longevity to fulfil your plan. The have the fortitude to go forward regardless of the obstacles that come your way. That's a virtue. It's a good virtue because it allows you to achieve your purpose. So there are many different virtues. Patience is another, is another virtue. One should have the ability to wait and, and be patient and observe time and understand that things don't have to, things don't have to come to you straight away. And once you're able to wait, then you're able to appreciate the experiences that are leading you to the main moment. Because if you were to obtain everything you wanted within an instant, you wouldn't appreciate it. So the patience gives you the ability to appreciate the good things in life. And then appreciation could be another virtue because appreciation is another good trait and principle that allows you to really appreciate the good and accept the good things that you receive in life and so it's a very interesting you know this this notion it brings it, it actually allows you to... Aristotle's synopsis on the purpose of life forces one to, or encourages one to, actually create their own life. Instead of searching for a purpose that's embedded within you, one must create their own life as they go along. It's a very interesting notion. Let's see what our philosophers say. So, I came across a website entitled evolvingsouls.com, and the subheading is The Meaning of Life from the Science of Spirituality. And the following quote reads We are born into this world of nothing, and we can take nothing with us when we die. So, what is the use? In acquiring a whole load of material possessions in the middle. The only possession we can and do take with us at the end of an incarnation is our consciousness. So it follows that the only thing worth acquiring in life is a higher level of consciousness. Nothing else matters. Getting an education, holding down a good job, being rich and famous, getting married and having children, are not our primary goals. They are just secondary factors that facilitate life on Earth. None of these factors directly contribute to our primary goal the development of consciousness and I would agree with that quote because the purpose of life would be to expand your awareness and to grow and develop your soul which is essentially your consciousness and to expand your awareness and that is to pass all the lessons and to expand your awareness within each moment so within each experience there's an opportunity to expand your consciousness and that is to expand your awareness of life and to expand your awareness of the meaning of life through each moment and by by understanding the meaning and by expanding your scope of understanding by observation, by observing each experience and by opening, allowing yourself to stay open you expand your awareness but if you remain closed and you just think that each experience that you have has no purpose and has no meaning and that, that you know, an experience is just an experience then you're unable to expand your awareness but when you understand that Each experience is a moment and an opportunity to learn and grow internally then you understand the journey of life is to develop your consciousness Very interesting quote and I think that this quote essentially sums up The meaning of life in a nutshell the development of consciousness is the meaning of life you are here you're born and the purpose is to expand your awareness and to expand your consciousness of life and then move on to the next realm and dimension and continue your journey of consciousness expansion but I wouldn't set I wouldn't set that down as a concrete truth again, this is a theory I've got to keep my mind open and my consciousness open to different possibilities but this is indeed a possibility that I agree with personally but it's not necessarily fact but from my perspective it is the truth and so I'll leave it there thank you very much for listening to me and thank you for tuning in to the Deep and Meaningful Conversations podcast and I hope to see you soon